0: up everybody self to society podcast back in full effect uh, last last two episodes we discussed therapy what it's like what it should be how you get there not what it should be how you get there how you find one uh the particular style of therapy that i am in um and this particular episode, we're going to talk about emotional ineptness. Is that the right way to say that? We're going to talk about wrapping your head around your own emotions. And here's why, because I'm sitting here with my good friend, Mike and have some bourbon and it's fucking delicious and we've been <laughs> before actually starting the podcast we've been laughing our asses off uh, and laughter laughter's like my my key fundamental space is to laugh and have fun but if i'm being super honest the last 2 weeks of my world have been really depressive and emotional as fuck and i really don't like it so if you have any familiarity with the enneagram Um, This might make sense to you if you don't. Sorry, but I'll (laughs) explain it later. Uh, The Enneagram is a typing system. I happen to be a type 7, which means a couple things. One, I naturally don't like to have a confrontation with emotion. And my core operating factor is going to be having fun. And so in my life over the last 35 years... Although I've dealt with a lot of pain and dealt with a lot of really serious shit, I've dealt with it quickly, and I basically, I'm in it for a moment, I understand it, I wrap my head around it, and then I go get a beer and try to laugh as much as possible to get through the really hard space of the emotion that we're going through. Um, Part of of being a human who wants to do better – for themselves and for other people is to understand your emotional capacity. And, um, the last few months of my life, there's been a lot of change and a lot of, um, uprooting in some way. Um, and so I'm, I'm really seeking for a deeper emotional capacity and a deeper understanding of who I am emotionally and what I can handle, and how to process it all. So where the first 35 years of my life, I really just would um, find myself in a moment, deal with it right then and there, move on. I'm not thinking about it later. I'm not pondering it. Um, I might journal about it. Journaling was a big thing for me in my 20s uh, to wrap my head around all of the shit that I had experienced. Um, But now today I'm finding myself able to be more present Um, and present is new for me. It's difficult. It's not natural uh, to be present is a real labor for me emotionally. For some people being present is like second nature Uh, to just, to just show up and be there and be present is what, is what you know, and it's what you are used to. Um, For somebody like me, who's a type 7, being present is really, really abnormal. So the last few weeks of me really being present with my emotions has been fucking depressing. Really, truly, it's been really depressing. It's been hard to get out of bed. It's been hard to function like I normally function, and I'm having to rewrite my script. And... Having to rewrite my script means that I'm, I'm forced to learn some new coping mechanisms, for lack of a better term. Um, coping is not necessarily a bad thing. It just is a thing uh, for me. <clears throat> coping in this way means instead of retreating and going straight to grab a beer with a friend or straight to a space where I can laugh – Coping means that I can sit in it, process it, experience the emotion, not disregard the emotion, and keep moving forward. Let me tell you, my friends, that's really fucking difficult for me. Um, And so when I say the last two weeks have been depressing, what I mean for me is that it's been really hard to get out of bed. I typically don't have that. Uh, That's not a normal space for me. It's been really hard for me to sit down and and do work. Um, By trade, I'm a graphic designer. So I sit a lot. I sit in front of my computer. Uh, You know, there's the pressure of making shit really beautiful for clients and people that I'm working with. And the motivation to just simply sit and work has not been there. And... Oh, fucking A. I don't even have the words. It's been really, 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 really. I don't know how many reallys I can fit into that. It's been really, really, really strenuous on me emotionally. Just simply like yesterday, which won't make sense when this episode comes out. But yesterday, as we're recording, I woke up at about six o'clock in the morning and I laid in bed until just after 10, I just laid there and I didn't do anything. I mean, I scrolled Instagram a couple times, but it it was more of a paralysis of like, I can't get up yet. I don't know how to, I don't know how to emotionally face what today is going to throw me just yet. And so I just kept laying there until I pushed, um, in a, appointment time that I had like to its end. And then I had to get up and rush and shower and get out of the house as quickly as possible so that I wasn't late for an appointment. Um, I know that some of you listening have experienced this kind of paralysis, this kind of depression, um, even forms of anxiety that come along with this. And, uh, my, my point for this episode is not to be like fucking ultra Debbie Downer. But for me, this is super vulnerable to talk about because I think most people who know me, um, even people who know me really, really well, know me as the, the fun guy, (laughs) uh, they know me as the guy who can, you know, step into a moment, flip the switch, be on, be ready, be active, be fun, be funny. And I just haven't been that guy. Uh. My, I don't know. Business partner might be the best way to, to identify him. Um, I sent him an email last night, and I was like, "Look, man, I just got to apologize. Like, I know that I'm late on a couple deadlines, and I know that I'm not on my game, but I'm in the space that I don't really understand, and I gotta get, I gotta get out of it. I'm digging myself out of it. I promise. But you know, I'm just letting you know that I acknowledge that I'm dropping the ball, and I'm not where I should be." And his response to me was really interesting. It was like, well, yeah, I noticed. Um, I just didn't really know how to address it with you. And and I think a lot of people close to me feel that way, where I'm, <clears throat> I am on all the time to a point where when I'm not on, people don't really know what to say. Um, I'm going to take it. So the space that I want to create – or that I am creating with this podcast is a space where I can be a hundred percent myself, and I can be vulnerable, and I can do exactly what the title of this podcast is and present myself to the society around me. The bigger goal is that you, as the listener, connect to what I'm saying. And you may not be a type seven, you may not be an extrovert. You may battle with chronic depression and anxiety. Uh, you may have had years of history of, of battling depression where, you know, I'm I'm dealing with it in this kind of shorter stint. Um, what I can assure you in my experience is that what we're dealing with, we're dealing with together. And as we're dealing with, whether it be depression, anxiety, anxiety, um, and an over extrovertness, and by that I mean, you know, really disregarding all of your cares and concerns and problems, and just going f- as fast as you can, as forward as you can, which is my normal speed. Um, you're not alone there. There, are, and it's not just you and me that are dealing with that, but it's thousands and thousands of other people who who are trying to understand their emotional space and their emotional capacity. And emotional capacity is really where I wanted to get to. I feel like I've said a lot of words and I've said them very quickly so far in this episode, and I hope that you've tracked. I hope that you are, are keeping steady with the conversation we're having. Where I wanted to get to is this space of emotional capacity, which is a hard concept. How much capacity do we have as as humans? How much shit can we really take? Uh, you hear people all the time say, I just can't, I can't take any more of this. Or I'm at my rope. I'm at my wits end. Um, there's, I've got no more space for this sort of behavior or activity. And I would question that. I think one of the beautiful things about being a human is that to some regard, we have a limitless capacity for emotion. It's only what happens around us that makes us question our capacity. So it's only scrolling through Instagram and seeing everybody else's really quote unquote perfect life that makes us question our fucked upness. And it's only all of the ads that we see of people's really successful businesses that make us question our own ability to be successful. And it's, you know, in some way it's people like me, people who seem to always be happy, who seem to always have it together, who seem to always have fun, makes the capacity feel a little smaller when that's not normally how you operate. And let me just encourage myself and you, and even the people who aren't listening is our capacity to handle emotion as humans literally is limitless. We have the ability and the capacity to step into a a space of emotion, space of pain, a space of joy, feel it, experience it, really, really draw it in and then keep moving. And it's, it's in the ability to feel, process, and move that makes emotional capacity possible. Because if you don't feel it, then it kind of never really happened. If you can't process it, then that means your brain is overwhelmed by something or some things that are standing in the way of you really, really, really fucking getting all that that experience has for you And then moving forward isn't always negative. Uh, Moving forward in this particular scenario that I'm speaking of is really helpful in my opinion, because what it allows for is even in good moments, we're not uh, not drawing on what used to be. So think about the last time you were at a bar where you heard a 35-year-old guy talking about high school football and when he played high school football. And all of the joy that he has is wrapped up in this one moment that happened 20 years ago. That's why there's a lot of health in being able to step forward. When we can step forward, we can really experience the joy of today. We can really experience the pain of today. And we don't have to get wrapped up in the good old days. I said that with quotation mark hands. Like, the good old days kill so many people's current ability to feel happiness, to feel joy, to be present. Um, if you think the best version of yourself is when you were a cheerleader in high school or when you were, you know, the lead of the marching band in high school, or when you were a college athlete, like if that was the pinnacle of your happiness and success, you will weigh everything else against that. And it's only when we can step forward into our present and our future to say, no, no, I can feel this, this really great experience now. And I can carry it forward for 20 minutes, two days, two weeks, and then I can put it in a box, put it where it goes, and keep moving to feel more of those. Uh, that I believe is like the most healthy emotional state that we can be in. And I have I have like the opposite problem. I don't have high school syndrome, but I've got never lived it syndrome, where every single great experience. Almost could have not happened because I'm busy looking for the next one. And so for me, it's slowing down. It's it's slowing down into what I'm feeling and experiencing today, right now, in this moment, and really allowing myself to be present in it. Uh, for some people, it's speeding up, speeding up through the last 20 years, um, speeding up through those moments where they felt like they were the king of the world and finding the joy in today. And I say all these things, recognizing that they're not easy. Um, it might take some journaling. It might take counseling. It might take therapy. It might take just sitting down with an old high school best friend and saying, yo, remember when we were those people? Yeah. And then acknowledging all the shitty things you did when you were also those people to allow yourself the freedom to step through that and and really believe that you might be, just might be a better version of yourself today than the person that you keep wishing you were. Um, you know, relating this back to what I'm feeling and, and what I'm experiencing I've got some tumultuous shit that I'm dealing with, uh, in my personal life. And again, I I said in the last episode, I think that as we get through this, I'll start to unveil more of the actual shit that I'm dealing with, uh, for this, I need you to just trust me that I'm, I'm dealing with some shit that, uh, that, that I will unveil to you. But, um, I'm wrapping my head around some decisions and, and moving through some relationships that... It's not easy uh, and it's not ideal even. It's not – some of it is not working the way that I want it to work. Uh, But instead of just dismissing it and moving and, and acting like it's not present, I think I'm at a space emotionally where I'm actually feeling it. And that's where some of this depression is coming from because I really am present in this moment. Um, I'm as present in today as I have been maybe my whole life. Uh, and so I want to encourage you as, as somebody listening who may be dealing with some shit yourself, if, if it's hard for you to be present, let me encourage you to be, to fight, to do that, to feel what you're feeling today and live in it today. Um, if you're somebody who lives in the past and what once was in the good old days, let me just really encourage you to speed up to today. Find the silver lining, um, pick out the the pieces of your life that couldn't exist today if they were happening twenty years ago uh, and find a lot of joy in that. Find um, my my goal as I'm pursuing this shit is contentment. If I can just get myself to a space of being content, then I think ultimately, I'm winning, and I'm winning emotionally. Um, the, you know, the, we, we could do this for hours on this same topic, but I'm, I'm going to just encourage you. If you're living in the past, speed up till now. If you're living ultra in the now, slow down and, and feel it. Um, and with that, I'm going to sign off. Some music's going to follow my voice, and then we'll be ready for the next episode when it gets here. Thanks so much for listening.